Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. Praise the name of Jesus. This is Jocelyn Richards. How are you doing? So glad. Praise God. So glad to have you this evening here. I'm excited. I'm telling you, God is good. And his word is so tremendous. If we would just take time to just let him speak to us through his word. It would save us a whole lot of trouble and heartache, right? <laughs> Praise God. He's so good. Well, I'm going to pray, and we're going to get right into uh, our session for this evening. Praise the Lord. Now, just um, I'm going to mute us in a minute, but before I mute us, I want to know who's, who do we have on the call so far, who do we have on a call tonight? Tonight. Yeah. Hi, this is Kim. Who? This Anyone? Is Kim. Kim, how I'm are you doing? Anyone? Hi, Jesse. Hello. Anyone, this is your first time on the Praise Dance Life Teleseminar call? Yes. This is actually my first time. Oh, Me too. What's your, what's your name? Kim. Kim. Okay. Someone else says it's the first time. Well, welcome. You're going to see we're going to have a lot of fun. It's painless. <laughs> In fact, it's empowering. It's a blessing. I'm so glad to have you here tonight. And I know that this is just going to be a beginning of many more. The Lord likes to use anything to get us together to worship him and praise him. And he's using technology tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Any of our veterans, our teachers, our leaders, our uh, regular dance ministers on the line tonight, I'd love to hear from you. Are you there tonight? Yes, this is Tasha Coleman. Oh, hello, Providence. How are you doing? Hi. We are not dismayed. We're not going to look 
are be tricked or deceived or distracted by the enemy and his devices and his cohorts and his lies and his trickery, we our eyes are on you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Our eyes are on you. Me and my fellow sisters that are on a call, we want to confess to you, commit to you, God, that our eyes are on you and we're trusting you alone as our victor and our champion. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise the name of Jesus. I think I'm, I see that um, it might be enough of us that we might be able to get away with me not muting us so, so that we can have some interaction here. Um, so I'm going to try to, to not mute us, but if we have feedback and all of that, I will have to do that. But so far, let's, I want us to look at Second Chronicles 20. Now, we're not going to go through the whole chapter tonight here, but after getting into this word and looking at it, I realize that it, I'm not going to have enough time tonight. So we're going to have to do a series probably next, next week. We're going to meet in the morning and just just really get this because this is this is what God is God is using this Jehoshaphat to tell give us the strategy for the dance of victory Amen. and to move out in this government uh, appropriation that we are in now. The government is upon Jesus' shoulders. <laughs> don't, don't get it wrong now. Don't get it twisted. It's not upon any. Uh, personality or any party or anything. The God, Jesus is in charge of the government, and the government is on his shoulder, and the Lord has given us dancers and worship leaders tools to help keep that, in, that fact and that truth in front of people. And he's also giving us the spiritual warfare tool of worship dance to change evil, the evil in the culture, and to set things in motion the way God wants it to go. Now, I didn't make this up. We're going to learn in the Word tonight how this is so. So in Jehoshaphat, in Second Chronicles 20, um, let's go. I'm going to just read along a little bit. Uh, mainly the the 15th verse on, but we're going to talk about Jehoshaphat's strategy for victory and how we're going to implement that for the dance of victory and the dance of government. Jehoshaphat was king, and he loved God, and he was serving God, but he had trouble with the enemies wanting to take over the land, wanting to interrupt and infiltrate the people of God and, and, and also God's kingdom and this man. So there's some things that Jehoshaphat do, did that is going to help us tonight. Now, one thing, uh, the first thing that Jehoshaphat did was when he realized that he was in trouble and he had these enemies, nations, other nations, like two or, two or three nations fighting him and his people, he's honest with God, and he's honest with us, and we need to be honest too. He did fear. He was afraid. So when we hear things in the news and we hear about people that leaders and crime and racism and poverty and all kinds of evil stuff, and it's and it appears that it's getting rampant and we are, it's getting worse. And you and I, and as leaders, we might fear, we might be concerned. And, and that's okay because God is not afraid of that. He's, he doesn't bother him, okay? And Joseph, Jehoshaphat, at first, he did fear. But this is what he did. He went to the Lord. He was concerned about the situation. He was concerned about his enemies attacking him and and his people. But he went to the Lord. And that's our key, worship leaders. We are concerned. And this is serious stuff, business. 
Mm-hmm. And we might have fear, but we need to go to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Not to culture, not to pseudo-activists, <laughs> uh, you know, not to the media, and not and don't even get involved in this conversation that's going on like the heathens do. We need to go to the Lord. See, the, the heathens, people that don't know God, don't understand his ways, don't read the Bible, don't, don't care, of course they're going to say things and do things. That's their job. Sinners, what do sinners do? They sin, right? <laughs> not believers, what? They don't believe. That's why they call them that. But, see, we're not supposed to act like them, okay? We're not supposed, not that we're not better. I'm not saying that. But we are in the world, but we're not of the world. Our speech and our tactics and strategies for victory have to be different, especially as worship leaders, because we're going to see what God is using. God is using our worship to change the culture, to change evil, uh, to stop it. So Jehoshaphat, he feared, he was concerned. It's real issues. You know, we're not to have our head in the sand like it doesn't exist. Yeah, but we're to go to the Lord. So it can't, let me read the first verse. It came to pass after also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon with them, others besides Ammonites, came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from behind the sea on the side of Syria, and behold, they be in hazardous which is engaged. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all, Ju- all Judah. So the fear or the concern is not to stop the, us, but to activate us, to, uh, to do the spiritual warfare and the things that God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's number one. So he feared, he was concerned about this, but he set his face to the Lord, and he can proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're going to stop. have to stop eating. Not fighting and going on social media, even looking. Turn off the TV. <laughs> Turn it off. Turn mm-hmm. it off. And stop eating. Now, listen. Listen now. <laughs> Fasting is fasting. Fasting is closed mouth. In the Hebrew, it means close your mouth, okay? Fasting is not eating. There are different kinds of fasts, soup fasts, water fasts, David fasts. But my point is, I'm, you know, sometimes in this Christendom, you know, we get all cute and we say, oh, I'm going to fast. I'm going to fast from Facebook. I'm going to fast from playing tennis. I'm going to fast from going shopping or wearing my heels. That is not fasting. You can do those things if you want. That's consecration. That's fine. But fasting is closing your mouth and not putting food in it. That's where That's spiritual warfare. That's seriousness, okay? I know it sounds really radical, but it's Bible. Even Jesus said, when you fast. This is how you should fast. So we need to set our face to the Lord. We need to seek him, and we need to stop eating, take time out to fast, to stop eating so that you can nourish, get nourishment and restoration from spiritual food. This is how we will, the Lord is going to give us the dance of victory. This is how we're going to operate and know that uh, and, and walk in the confidence that the government is on Jesus' shoulder, and we rule and reign and are uh, dominion over it because that's what he's called us to do. He's called us to take dominion, not to be afraid and do as the, and talk and do as the culture does, but to take dominion. So, okay, so now, so that's how he, Jehoshaphat begins. Let's jump down to Second Chronicles twenty fifteen. And it says, And he said, Harking you all Judah Judah, 
and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou, King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord, unto you be not afraid, nor dismayed, by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. After he fasted and after he prayed, then he heard and he saw the enemies were coming after him even harder, even more boldly. But God said, don't, be a, don't worry about it. Don't be afraid because this battle is not yours, it's mine. And that's what we have to remember. This battle that's going on in our times in our nation and even in your personal, maybe your personal life and situation and, and church, community job, it's not yours. It's the battle. You're not fighting this on your own. God is fighting it for you. So that's what he said in the 15th verse. And he said, Hearken, you all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid or dismayed by the reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Zelah, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook unto the wilderness, Jerelos. Now, in the 18th verse, Jehoshaphat is really getting deep into this strategy, and this is going to be ours. Uh, And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judea and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Verse 19, and the Levites of the children of Kassar, and the children of Karan stood up to praise the Lord, God of Israel, with loud voice on high. Verse 20, and they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Toka, and they went forth. Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe the Lord your God, so ye shall be established. Believe his prophets, and so shall ye prosper. Verse 21, and when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And when they began to sing and praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments against the the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir which were come against you, and they were smitten. So this was Jehoshaphat's strategy for victory. He prayed. He bowed down to his face to the ground and worshipped. And not just him, but all of the children and men and women, everyone. There was unity. So that's a strategy. In your dance ministry, in your worship teams, you must have unity. You must come together and bow face to the floor and worship the Lord in unity because that is a strategy for victory, and that's what God is using in these times. In your marriage, in your home, you must be unified. So he bowed down his face. Then he stood up and praised the Lord loudly. And he prays, and this is your dance of victory here. That word praise that is used in that particular scripture is the word halal. Sounds familiar, right? It comes from hallelujah, right? And halal means to move vocariously, foolishly. means to boast and shine and to use everything. When you halal the Lord, you're using your arms, your body, you're singing, you're twirling, you're jumping, you're shouting. In fact, this halal is the same phrase that is in Psalm 150 and Psalm 149, and that's familiar to all you dance leaders, right? Praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. It's the same halal. So Jehoshaphat he asked, he, and the children of Israel, they halaled the Lord. They halaled the Lord. They praised the Lord. And then after that, Jehoshaphat appointed worshipers, professional worshipers. He called the singers. 
and he called them to play on their harp, and he called them to sing and to praise, and that's another praise word. Those of you who don't know your seven Hebrew words of praise, you need to make sure you get that. But that praise word there is yada, and that means to lift up your hands in thanksgiving and cup and cup up your hands to the Lord and lift them high to the Lord. So this is what they, they were doing to combat their enemy. They were in unity and they were active. Now you see their strategies. Their strat- he, he prayed, he fasted, he bowed down in worship. He prays loudly, halal, vocabulously, foolishly. Just like we, when, we, when we dance, we halal. We're, we're giving a halal praise because we're leaping and we're jumping and we're twirling fast and we're bowing. And then he also sang and shouted and he called for them and he gave a yada praise. And when the children of Israel and led by Jehoshaphat, Praise the Lord in this way with the singing and the halal and the yada and all of the whole, the unity of everyone. The Lord did something. The Lord fought the battle. And he, he, he sent ambushments. And the enemies that were all, the enemies that were against them started fighting each other. They started fighting each other. And the children of, and Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel, they got, the victory, the Lord gave them the victory. And they had so much victory. Not only were they uh, protected and saved from being overcome by the enemy, but they were able to get the enemy's stuff, the enemy's spoils. Let me read verse 22. It says, And when they began to sing and praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Anna, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. I think I really wanted to read the 27th verse. I'm sorry. Um, the 27th verse, and that'll be our last verse. It was, Then they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat in the forefront of them to go again to Jerusalem with joy. The Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemies. And they came to Jerusalem with psalteries and harps and trumpets unto the house of the Lord. They they triumphed over their enemies. They administered the dance of victory (laughs) and the dance of government ruling. Now, how did they do that? Did they do that with uh, having marches? Did they do that with protesting? Did did, did they do that with writing letters and, and all kinds of stuff people try to do? With fighting verbally and cursing and screaming? Did they do that with guns? Did they do that with knives or swords? No. Did they do it with evil and mean facial expenses? Did they do it with intimidation? No, they did it with praise, with worship. Mm-hmm. And this is the true. This really happened. This is not a fable or proverb. This really happened. This is Bible. This is historical fact. This is what, and there are many other scriptures that uh, examples of how God, the Lord uses praise and worship. He uses dance. He uses song. He uses music to stop the enemy. And and, and David, the same thing happened. Saul was having his evil spirit. And and David used to come and pray on his heart and sing and worship and praise, and the evil spirit would leave him. Many times uh, Jesus said, oh, you didn't do the dirge for me. Don't send those children away. If you, let them pray, praise me. Because when they praise, if they don't praise, the rocks will cry out. And he, got that, he quoted from Psalm 8, which said, he, God has ordained praise out of the mouth of Jesus, sucklings to silence the avenger, to silence, to stop the enemy. God uses praise and worship to establish his kingdomhood. 
and to stop evil, to stop the enemy, to change the culture, the evil culture, and to bring peace. And because one of the things Jehoshaphat told them to sing is when you sing, sing of God and beauty and holiness and sing of God's mercy and love. That's our dance. That's our dance of victory. That's our warfare dance. The dance of beauty and holiness. The dance of victory and rejoicing. The dance of love and peace. That's our dance of victory. That's our warfare dance. A biblical warfare dance. And we need a true biblical warfare dance during this season. It takes extra stuff, okay? <laughs> you know, you know, because the enemy is mainly distracting and profiling. He's not doing anything any different. What's going on in our country, the United States, and culture and the leadership and the elections is not anything different from evil that's gone on before. They, you and I might have seen it that much because we, you know, just, you know, 50, 40, 30, 60 years old. But when you read history books, even the Bible, I mean, look, look at these people here who were just trying to overtake Jehoshaphat. It's, it's, it's sin, that's all it is. It's not surprising that God, God didn't step off his throne. Sometimes Christians, when we, these things happen in the media, uh, the, the racism and the terrorism, we think, oh, well, God is not on the throne anymore. It's sad and it's bad, but God still is on the throne. And as worship leaders, is that, that's why I had this talk with us tonight, because as worship leaders, it's very important that we understand and remember that God is on the throne because God is using us, dance ministers, worship leaders, to lead the people to that understanding, to remind them to that understanding, and to create dances and pageantry and visual works of art that glorifies God, that shows him as beauty and his holiness and his sovereignty and his kingship. So now let's talk about your three, your keys for your dance of victory. And it's very important during this time. Now you notice Jehoshaphat's praise. His victorious praise was singing. And what did they sing? They said about God's mercy. And the Lord gave him uh, his enemy. So when you create these dances, there's three things I want you to remember. The three keys, we call them keys, keys for creating and choreographing dynamic dances for Jesus that is going to change the atmosphere, that's going to change culture, bring people together, heal and deliver and set free. Number one is your dance, remember the purpose of your dance, the purpose of your worship is to praise the Lord, is to halal the Lord, is to yada the Lord, just like Jehoshaphat had his people do. That's what your dance is supposed to be about. That's the main purpose. If you keep that in your forefront, your core, and you, the rest of what we're talking about is going to just blow out. But don't forget that. Your dance is not to entertain. It's not to prove a point. It's not to impress anybody. It's not to make people scared or fearful, okay? It's not to persuade them uh, to uh, some political agenda. That's not what this dance, that's what this warfare dance is for. I'm not saying those things are wrong. You, there's purpose and time for that, okay? But I'm saying this warfare dance, the dance of victory, the dance of sovereignty and government, I, the purpose of this particular dance that we're talking about tonight and what we need in this season and what God is going to give you after you fast and pray and get unified with your people and your family and your church. <clears throat> this is what this is for, is to praise the Lord, to give a visual expression of his beauty and his holiness and his majesty. Now, that's number one. Num- that's your number one key. And your number two key is uh, remember that purpose, okay? So you, so you are going to choose music that is about praise. Like I had a song on when we first came on. Uh, 
the call. I don't know if you really heard it. It was called, it was by King and Country. It's one of the songs my children love. You know, young people, every young generation have their own music, right? And and usually it's music that's abusive to the ears of the parents, right? <laughs> but anyway, it's worship, it's praise music, but it's just, anyway, but one of their songs I like, King and Country, I don't know if you ever heard it, and it says, I fix my eyes on you, and that's what Jehoshaphat said. He said, Lord, we're going to fix our eyes on you. We're going to hear from you. We're not going to be distracted with what the enemy and the culture is doing because they're going to change. You're never changed. You never change, God, and you're sovereign, and you're our victor. So that's what you're going to choose. You're going to choose music that talks about Jesus, our victor, not the soulful, soulful music that draws attention to your to you or the person singing about their woes, their 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 hardships, and you know how they got over and how this one was mean, but the other one is nice now, and now God loves them even though you bully me. That's not what we, you know. That's not what uh, this victory dances. No, you're gonna choose songs that give life, that talk about victory, that talk about the goodness of the Lord uh, in the land of the Lord living. Hallelujah. There's a song, Israel sings, uh, has a song called, called I Will Dance, I Will Live, I Will Rejoice in the Land of the Living. It, newness, regeneration. This is the dance of victory. This is the words in the song should be victorious. Will, give us a visual picture of the victory. We should be... <laughs> Thinking joyous and smiling, not mad. In other words, don't don't be about creating dances that are, make people scared and mad. But you want to create dances and look for music that gives that people will have hope. They will have hope and healing. So it might take time to research and pray. And you know, and the things on the, the songs on the radio, most of the time. They're, they're not what we need for this particular dance or what God is saying in the dance of victory. Okay? So be careful of that. Just because it's on the radio and it's, and it's popular and everybody snaps their fingers and claps to it doesn't mean that that was what God wants to use for this dance of victory. The dance of victory is very important during this hour and during these times. Okay? You have to make sure that the music speaks life, that it's a victorious music. Now, the third thing is your victory dress. Your victory dress. This is a warfare dance. It is. But the the difference between maybe conventional warfare and or worldly warfare is when they get in the battle. They don't know how to, it's going to end, <laughs> but we know how it's going to end. Hallelujah. We have the victory. Jesus is victorious. It doesn't matter what anyone says. It doesn't matter what you read in the paper today. It's, if it did not proclaim Jesus the victor, let me tell you, it was a lie from the pit of hell. Jesus is the victor. Hallelujah. He reigns and rules. And so our dress, our dance dress, should be dance of victory. Put on that wonderful skirt or wedding look dress or the dance of victory. You know, you think of what I was thinking. I was looking for a picture that I can't seem to find the right one. But, you know, you think of an admiral, a five-star admiral, a colonel in the Army, how he dresses when he's going to the White House to get a medal or when he's going to a formal event to get married or a banquet. Um, how he dresses. He dresses like he's a victor. He has all his uh, stars on and his awards on and his medals, and he looks very regal, okay? He's not dressed in fatigue, so don't, don't. On your warfare dance, you know, I just, I just tickled me. Every time you turn around, these dances and warfare dance have fatigues on, okay? No. You're a victor. You're not going to have the fatigues on. Those, those, the, the privates who just come in the Army, they've been there for six months, they wear those fatigues when they're on the ground, crawling on the ground, Amen. and they just learn how to load their guns. 
That's right. They don't know how the battle is going to end, okay? They're just learning. They're novice. But we're not. We know that we have the victory. And we're generals in this army, in this ministry. You are a general in this ministry, okay? You are a leader. You are called to lead the people. You are called to lead the private. So don't dress like one. Don't buy, go to, the, to Walmart or Joanne's or wherever and buy those army fatigues. Don't do it. <laughs> this is a dance of victory. <laughs> you dress like you're a victorious, so, uh, not soldier, you're a victorious colonel, admiral, commander-in-chief, Madam President. Yes, that's how you're going to dress. That's how you're going to dress for this dance. Beautiful, regal, victorious colors. The victorious colors are white and purple and red. The purple stands for royalty uh, because purple is, is Jesus' color too because purple is a mixture of red and green, to, um, not green, blue. Red is, represents Jesus and it represents the earth and represents uh, man. Blue represents heaven, heaven. So when you put blue and red together, you get purple. So when you join heaven and earth together, you get Jesus. So these are the colors you wear. You wear gold and you wear royal and you, and, you, and, and, and overdo a sequence. You know, you, have you seen Miss America? When she comes out there to get her crown to win, she doesn't come out there with her teeth <laughs> Some ugly cowboy boots, or not cowboy boots. You know, if a if a, a person in the military is on the phone, please correct me. You know, I'm not trying to be offensive. Um, you are absolutely you know, right. I, I, oh, oh, look, look. <laughs> what do they call the boots, brother? What do they call the boots? Okay, combat boots. Okay. Combat boots. Miss America's like, oh, where the combat boots? <laughs> <laughs> military. Not for that, is it? You know, so don't wear those combat boots. And even the military man, a, a woman, when she goes to the formal event, where she has won the victory, and she's getting the medal and the promotion, she doesn't wear those, okay? So that's, so don't wear those because it's symbolism, right? That's why you thought of it. And also, when you 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 have your music, you have your dress, and you have your pageantry. Please don't get. Um, no, I'm not gonna tell you what to do. But remember, I was gonna tell you don't use swords and I, no. You might want to. You can't. But what I want you to think about when you use this pageantry emblem, remember how Josephat, Jehoshaphat. He fought, how does the Lord tell him to fight, right? With fasting, with prostrate, seeking the Lord on his face, then standing up and praising with his whole being, with his whole body. That's what we do, right? So when you dance, don't have a mean, ugly face like you're trying to scare someone. Now that's what you want to say. I'm going to fight the devil. I'm going to scare the devil. That's, that's not what we call the devil. That's called the fight. We don't need to scare the devil. He's already scared. He's lost. He knows he's lost. This battle is not with him, okay? This battle is the Lord's. Hallelujah. And we're in the victory spot. So don't, don't have mean faces and, and having these, you know, Fists in the air, beating the air with your fists, and having these swords and stabbing people. Because, see, the people that come and are worried, who's this People that come and really worried and looking for us worship leaders to take them to the place of victory, take them to the place of worship, that just makes them more tense and fearful and uptight and sad. And that is not our job. <laughs> our job is to dance the dance of victory so that when they see the smile on our face and we see, they see us rejoicing and leaping in the air and turning and twirling in the beautiful colors and the ornaments, that a smile will come on their face and then peace and hope will, will start to develop on the inside. 
outside, and then they will say, let me join the dance, because I see now, I feel, I experience now that Jesus Christ is Lord of all, and he is the victor, and he is my healer and my deliverer, and he has the government upon his shoulder, and I can have peace because he knows me, and he loves me. Look at those dancers dance. Look at them waving the banner of victory. Look at them twirling with those glorious sequences. And I listen to the sweet, beautiful sound of the harp and the lyre and the song that cuddles me and reminds me of my Savior. That is the dance of victory. Hallelujah. That That is the mandate that God has given us to show forth that Jesus has the government on his shoulders. Amen. And what that means, what does that mean? (laughs) Hallelujah. We can laugh and we can smile. We don't have to worry, right? Because Jesus is our buckler. He's our friend that sticks closer than the brother. He's our savior. He's our healer. In him we live and move and have our being. Hallelujah. That is the dance of victory. And that is what, amen. And that is what I feel at this time, in this moment, God is calling us to minister. God is calling us to, that's the type of choreography that God is asking us to create these days. Hmm. And so find that music. I want to see some dances. Send me some videos and some pictures. I want to see some dances this weekend. Just do it. You're a dancer. Just do it. You don't need permission. Just do it. Put on your garments a praise, a victory, and just do it. Just do it. Because the world, your church, and the community, and the young people, mm-hmm. these young people, they go on all kinds of crazy. I see my son's, son's Facebook page, and I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> because he's concerned. He's getting a little scared. He, he's in college. He's at home, but I'm in one of his Facebook friends, so I get to see, I guess. <laughs> like, what is he? Doing? Why is he saying that? Why is he worried about this one? Did he forget? Out of and when mom is that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of all. Praise the name of Jesus. What I am going to take. It looks like we were able to. Stay on live. I mean, <laughs> whoa, I just looked at the, I'm, this is the first time I looked at the online and see how many people on the call. I didn't realize all the people on the call. God bless you. Now, somebody's having some kind of trouble. I hear a feedback or like a button or mm-hmm. something. You could take that off. But because it's all these people. I, I'm not going to be able to take prayer requests. It's just too many. I didn't realize there's all these many people. Thank God. Praise the name Amen. of Jesus. So um, what we can do is um, you can email me your prayer requests, and uh, we'll be praying for them. You could do that now if you want. Maybe that will be better. I could take two. Email me at uh, Jocelyn's office at gmail.com, Jocelyn's office at gmail.com, or you can put it on the Praise Life Facebook page, and I could pray that right now. Um, and you can email right now, and, and I will just pray for everybody. Did you say Jocelyn office? Jocelyn's office, so like an S at the end, J-O-C-E-L-Y-N-S, office at gmail.com. You can send that prayer request uh, in right now. And so what we'll do is we'll start off with um, just me praying for all of us, Father God. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for being our Savior, our Deliverer, our Healer. Lord, thank you for our being our friend, God, that you tell us what's going on, that we don't have to worry or feel like we're bubbling in the dark, that you let us, you are near us even now, God. We thank you for that, Father God. We lift up our nation. Lord, thank you for a heart love for the United States of America. We lift up this country in the name of the Lord Jesus. And and we know that you rule and reign, that you govern and you're sovereign over the hearts of men and women, oh, Father God. Lift, anoint us, call, bring us to you, oh, God. Put leaders in government and the community and the nation and I put leaders that know you, that love you, want to be part of your kingdom and want to honor you in with the responsibilities that you have given them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father God, as different things, uh, uh, debates go on and elections going on, please protect our children's ears and hearts from the evil that are men are are spewing out over the airways and that they hear. Please protect children in the name of the Lord Jesus. They will not be concerned or feared, that they will be comforted and at peace, that you are in charge, that you are in In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for doing it. Thank you, Lord, for doing it. Lord, and help us Christians not to succumb to cultural, but help us to put you first and be obedient to your word and always be an example of your love and your mercy and your grace and that we would not only administer dances of beauty and glory, but as we talk and move around in our schools and, and community and in the workplace that we would also our speech would be of beauty and glory and thank you in Jesus name amen Praise Jesus. I do see a dance, rec- a prayer request. I see that. Uh, um, someone asked uh, that we pray for, they need prayer for the ministry of New Life Church. We thank you, Lord, for the New Life Church, God. We thank you for the name that you've given them, New Life. And we know that you will breathe life into that ministry and renew them. Father God, let the leaders and the ones that you have called to go forward put all their preconceived notions of reason aside and be open to hearing from you. We thank you for the victory in the service. I don't know why I'm hearing that beeping sound. I muted everybody, and I still have the beeping sound, so it might be me. Sorry about that. Um, A sister needs prayer for her family, my dear sister. Father God, help my sister. She needs prayer and intercession for the family, Lord. The family is so true and dear to your heart, Father. I just ask that you would renew her strength that you would alleviate the burdens and provide, Lord, provide them for their physical and their financial needs during this time. They need you to come through. They need a miracle, God. And you love doing miracles for your people. You love doing miracles for your people. And we look forward to you giving them a miracle. In Jesus' name, thank you so much. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you. We're about to leave now, but I forgot. I totally forgot. I was just so excited about the word 
and so excited about all of you joining us tonight. I forgot to tell you about some resources, answer and shoot resources that are coming up. One one of the resources is the Liturgical Dance Teacher Certification Program, which is a wonderful opportunity for those of you who are in ministry and you have a dream to go to focus full time in your ministry and to in, be more of an impact with the arts and an influence and to earn income so that you can really concentrate on your ministry. And so it's a wonderful program for those of you who are at that level and move into that. And it starts November 1st. And so for the next couple of weeks, I'll be talking to you more about it and giving you an opportunity to participate in that. To learn more about that right now, tonight, you can go to jo- jocelynjrichard.com, jocelynjrichard.com, okay? You can uh, go uh, there and find out more. Also, I will be emailing you, so make sure you're on the email list. I'll be emailing you more information about that. So that's one. Awesome. And, oh, tomorrow night I'll be um, questions about that. So if you want to know more about that, I can. And we'll and just look out. Wednesday, I will be sending you an email about the other classes that are coming up. On tonight, we're having classes, but we'll also be having some live classes on uh, workshops. I'm coming to a city near you, Dance Victory. I want to teach you of victory and show you how to choreograph the dance of victory so we're coming near you for that okay well i love you thank you so much for being here tonight and look forward to seeing you real soon okay and remember to enjoy the praise dance life It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.